This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast, episode number 85. Today, we've got 10 tips to help you lose 100 pounds. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I am Dave Jackson. Thanking you very much for tuning in. Today, I found an interesting article on WebM- WebMD. The interesting thing about WebMD that I just realized is that like, they'll have a journalist submit an article. They'll then have a doctor read it for accuracy to make sure that it's medically sound. And today, we have an article, uh, 10 Tips for Helping You Lose 100 Pounds, and out on our website, LogicalLoss.com, there's usually a little poll on the right-hand side, and one of them was how much weight do you have to lose? And there, is, there are people in the audience that need to lose over 100 pounds. So tip number one, shrink yourself. Analyze the payoff you get from excess weight. Now, what do they mean by this? Um, Ann Fletcher is a Minnesota dietitian. She's also the author of the book Thin for Life. It's actually a book series, and she says, what is excess weight doing for you? Or to put it another way, what are you getting out of not losing weight? And she's found that some people like to stay heavy as a way to avoid intimacy. Uh, one man said he didn't like mowing the lawn and he didn't have to do it when he was heavy. So in some cases, being heavy may get you out of certain things. But on the other hand, look at what it's doing for you physically. You know, I have my body, I have a back problem when I get 200, 210 pounds or heavier. And I wish everybody had that because that's when I know, hey, you know what? You haven't been exercised as frequently or you've been eating, you know, too much. Uh, you've been going out to eat too much, things like that. All of a sudden, boom. And, and then I get really upset because that means I've, I've lost the weight that I have lost. I've gained back, which is why you should always... For me, check your scale on a regular basis. I do it every day or try to uh, just so that I can catch myself knowing that your body's going to fluctuate naturally anyway, But so don't freak out, but you know, stay on top of the situation. Now, number two, assess the readiness. Your readiness to lose weight once for all is, is crucial. Now, for her books, again, she's the one thin for life. She interviewed 20 people who lost 100 pounds or more, and in general, the more ready they were, 
with fewer distractions or excess stress in other life, the better they did. And we talked about this in the past last episode about how try to don't try to, you know, um, go to marriage counseling, lose a hundred pounds and stop smoking, you know, pick one and, and do that because trying to have, trying to lose weight while all these other things are going on in your life, may be too much stress. Now that doesn't mean that if your life isn't perfect, you shouldn't still embark on a weight loss program, but it is easier to focus on weight loss if you don't have multiple stresses. And number three, consider the options. Get multiple sources of advice, says Victor Stevens, who's a PhD, senior investigator at Kaiser Permanente. Um, He's also researched weight loss, it says here. Whether you choose a supervised structured weight loss and exercise program, or if you go it alone or undergo gastric bypass surgery, I don't recommend that, by the way, uh, the process will be a life-changing. You know, instead of thinking you'll go on a diet or you know, whatever sort of surgery is going to fix things. Understand that you're adopting a new lifelong plan for better eating and exercise. So consider your options and and realize the fact that this is going to change your life if you keep at it. Build in accountability. Boy, is this important. Almost all organized weight loss programs include some sort of accountability. It could be attendance at a meeting a weekly weigh-in or something like that. You can build in your own accountability, of course, with a partner or friend. It does help if you can find a partner. Your structure can be similar to those set by organized programs, or you can make them action-based. For instance, you might set a goal and schedule for exercise each week. You know, something like, I'll walk three times this week after work for at least 45 minutes. Now, also, you can set a midday week to evaluate how you are sticking with the plans. Adapt them if necessary or play makeup. For instance, if by Wednesday you haven't walked any night, you need you, you need to walk twice as much for the rest of the week. But build in accountability. Hold yourself accountable. Hey, this is Dave reminding you that this podcast is listener supported. And you can become a supporter by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support. You can shop our fitness store or buy Logical Weight Loss merchandise. You can enter a one-time donation and get into our top spots or sign up to be a premium member for only $2.64 a month and get extra episodes, resources, recipes, music, and more. Now, why $2.64? It just so happens that's the price of a Happy Meal here in Ohio, which we know really won't make you happy. But if I help you lose weight for just $2.64 a month, then you will be happier. And by being a logical weight loss supporter, you help defray the cost of bandwidth and other technical details. And besides that, it's really deeply appreciated. Go out to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support and become a supporter and a premium member today. Number five, adjust your expectations. It's frustrating, I know. This extra 100 pounds didn't come on overnight, and it's probably going to come off slowly. We recommend people cutting back 500 calories a day, Stephen says. Losing just one to two pounds a week is best, he says. So it could take a year or two to lose 100 pounds. So we have to be patient. But realize we didn't put this on overnight, and it's going to take more than overnight to uh, to take it off. He says to stay motivated, set realistic goals beyond a specific number of pounds, advised Dr. Stetner, who's the director of the psychology at Unisource Health Center, Uh, in Troy, an adjunct professor of psychology at Wayne State University in Michigan. Think about getting a certain weight, for instance, by a holiday, Thanksgiving, Halloween, whatever, 
when it's likely you'll be in a photo, he says. That is true. The holidays are right around the corner. Time for the family photo. Or think about an upcoming special event and decide you want to fit into a favorite currently snug dress or suit by then. Number six, develop a healthy selfishness. As Fletcher counseled overweight clients, she noticed that many women in particular had a difficult time putting themselves first all day long. They'd help their spouse, they'd help their family, their friends, their co-workers, but at the end of the day, these women were exhausted and they often turned to food. The only nice thing they did for themselves was eat. So people who lose weight and keep it off have developed a kind of healthy selfishness, she says. That means saying no sometimes and putting yourself first at least sometimes. One woman who learned healthy selfishness told Fletcher she would do anything to stay on track, including carrying baked potatoes in her flight bag to avoid having to eat airport food. The healthy selfishness helps, too, when dining out. Pick a place that has the kind of food you want to eat. Tip number seven, fat-proof your environment. Even if you've committed to following a new sensible eating plan, it can be difficult. You know, when you say to your teens, tortilla chip, when you see... You know, basically you see your kids come home with Taco Bell. Um, That's why it can help to fat-proof your environment. You know, the kids may have chips and candy bars and things like that. So your environment, as much as you can, should be fat-proof. Get rid of things that are off the program or impulse foods at home and at work. You know, call a family meeting and brainstorm options. Say to your teen... um, that you you can't have these fat foods in the house. You might decide as a family that tortilla chip lovers keep their own stash, not in the kitchen, but out of sight. This allows a person trying to lose, feel more in control. Number eight, pick the brains of healthy weight people. This is an old Tony Robbins trick. Find somebody who's doing right and do what they do. So Stephen advises those who need to lose 100 pounds to get insight from people who are at a healthy weight. He tells them, talk to people who are maintaining a steady weight, who have maintained it for three or four years, and who are your age. Then ask them how they stay that way, he says. You'll be amazed. Many overweight people think people at healthy weight don't have to work at it, but those maintaining a healthy weight typically tell an unexpected story. It's an ongoing effort to stay lean. They are careful what they eat. They pay attention every day. Now, hearing this may help those with basically lots to lose to understand that life is going to be different if the weight is going to stay off. Those who have lost substantial amounts of weight and keep it off say the true, you know, staying true to their eating plans and their exercise plan is key. Uh, Wade Wingler, 37, an executive with Easter Seals, took off 100 pounds going from 317 pounds to 217 pounds. I do yoga every day, he says. He also does long-distance bicycling and follows a sensible eating plan. Linda Thacker, who is 60, lost 120 pounds and has kept it off for 16 years. Now, healthy eating and working out regularly are habits now, she says. I do jazzercise, speed walking, bicycling, and the Stairmaster. I try to exercise every day, although I don't always make it. But if a few days go without working out, she gets right back to it. So there's a great example. 
when you miss something and you're like, oh, I'm just falling back into old habits. No, just go back on to your new habits. So we're almost done here. Finding your secret weapons. Most people who have lost a substantial amount of weight and keep it off have a tool or a strategy or several that help them stay on track and make this time that they don't quit. You know, they, they want to make sure that the time they're spending is not something that they're going to to just fall out of habit and, and make sure they don't do basically what I'm doing, which is regaining weight that I've lost time and time again. So keeping a graphic record of weight loss helps people see the big picture and stay on track. This is where things like I've talked about daily burn. I've talked about spark people. I've talked about uh, diet powers, another great one. You know, when you are trying, when they are regaining weight, looking at the downward trend on the weight loss helps people cope with minor weight fluctuations, he finds, and finding a way to stay focused is crucial. Uh, Alan Goldberg, 54, who has lost 150 pounds by cutting calories and exercising. When faced with the temptation of overeating, he says, he asks himself, do I want to eat this and undo my hard work? This is why really getting in the habit of exercising, walking, something, something that gets you off the couch. You, you go through all this work, and then when you eat it, you've just undone it. Now, some people reward themselves. They say, well, I, I exercised extra hard today. I need to do that. That leads us to number 10. Reward your success. Anyone who's gotten weight loss guidance already knows the rule. No food rewards. Now, when I first started this podcast, that was going to be one of my rewards. I've since changed my mind on that because my reward was going to be chocolate peanut butter ice cream. But that's just going to reinforce my, for lack of a better phrase, addiction. It's going to, to just want me. I'm going to want it more which is going to make my uh, will, it's going to battle my will that I want to do that. So, you know, as you meet your short-term goals, instead of rewarding yourself with food, buy something new, get a new nail polish color, or uh, book a day at a spa, or, you know, something. But don't make it food. To me, I might uh, book a massage. That would be nice. Something like that to really make you feel good. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I'll be. I guess I'll have